This is Dr. Kara Shepard, and you're listening to Goat Talk with the Goat Doc. everybody thanks for listening to goat talk with the goat doc this is episode 20 which is crazy and i'm going to do a quick listener q a you may notice and it's kind of weird to me uh i'm not in the truck at the moment which is kind of crazy uh it's a snowy march day in maine i had one quick call that was not far from my house this morning and that has been it for the day so i'm trying to take this moment to sit at my desk, which I had to like clear room on my desk because I haven't used my desk since like before Christmas. And we like replaced our carpet upstairs and had to move everything and put it all in boxes. And then the only thing that went back together in my office is where the dogs sleep because the dogs crates are in this like spare bedroom slash dog bedroom slash office that my desk is in. So my desk had to have things like pushed to the side so I could have a place for a computer and a microphone. And it's really weird to be talking to myself in the house instead of talking to myself in the truck. But anyway, uh, thanks for listening. And I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to address a couple of listener questions today. Uh, Thanks so much, everybody who continues to email, uh, whether it's with questions or suggestions for topics or just saying, hey, thanks for doing this. Uh, I get those emails. I I am really bad about responding to emails in general, um, but I appreciate all of them. If you have any comments or questions or things you want to hear me talk about, you can always email me. My email address is goatdoccara at gmail.com. That's G-O-A-T-D-O-C-C-A-R-A at gmail.com. The website is goatdoc.com and... I'm on the Instagram at goat underscore doc, and I realized uh, recently that I have a Twitter, too. I don't tweet very much, but, like, it's there, and mostly it gets things bounced from, like, Instagram or the website. So if you like the Twitter, and that's a way for you to follow and get updates on um, – what when I post a new episode or something on Instagram, I think if I've made everything work right, it bounces to Twitter. So you can follow there too. So that is uh, at Twitter. It's at goat doc. Um, I think that's all of those things. Uh, if you have a second to rate and review on Apple podcasts, that is always appreciated. Um, and still, you can find me by searching goat doc, or I think even now still, if you search just goat, there's still some like sportsy things up there uh, when you search goat, but also uh, the actual, which I still think I am the only podcast that's actually talking about goats. So thank you guys all for um, listening and contacting and making that happen. Um... I've got 
I've gotten some good, a couple of quick listener questions that I'm going to talk about in this episode. I've gotten some listener questions lately that are definitely like a full episode discussion and um, one that's like probably more than a full episode discussion. So I'm going to do the best that I can to get to those um, ASAP. Uh, it is, we're about to start kidding at my place. I think we're like T minus 10 days or something like that. Maybe less. Oh God. I'm so poorly prepared. Um, uh, so I will, uh, I've got to talk some more about like your paraparturient dough, which is the dough that is, you know, about to give birth. Um, and, uh, yeah, maybe what to do with your brand new kids. But for today, a couple of quick listener questions. Uh, my usual disclaimer for the podcast, this podcast is provided with the intent to educate and inform. It is not a substitute for professional medical advice or veterinary care provided by your primary local vet. And I strongly encourage you to establish and maintain a current and valid VCPR veterinarian client patient relationship with your local vet. Okay, so a couple quick listener questions. Um, relating to the, I think the last two episodes, let's see, pregnant doe and winter goat keeping. Yes. So the last two episodes, uh, episode 18 was on keeping goats in cold climates, winter goat keeping. Um, and episode, that was episode 18 and episode 19 was care of the pregnant doe. Uh, for winter goat keeping, quick question on bringing hot water to the goats twice a day. Uh, in the episode, I suggested and explained how my animals that don't have heated water buckets, uh, we bring them warm slash hot water twice a day to encourage them to drink. And uh, this listener emailed in, I just had a quick question on bringing hot water twice a day. Are there any negative health risks with the goat drinking the water too quickly? Um, short answer to that is no, I don't worry about it. I actually kind of like seeing them chug the water because um, I, I know they're, then I know they're drinking. Um, the, I guess the only caveat I would say to the hot water thing is just make sure that the water is like a reasonable temperature, like body temperature, like pleasant, warm temperature, not like if you're a, a tea drinker or a coffee drinker and you boil your water in the kettle or on the stove and then you make your tea, like you don't guzzle it right away. Oops, sorry about that. Um, you don't guzzle it right away. You um, let it cool off a little bit before you start drinking it. There's like nice, pleasant, hot beverage, consumable temperature. And that is the temperature that you're going for when you bring your goats some warm water. Um, I guess this, this person didn't say, but I wonder if they might be a horse person because uh, there's definitely, you know, you worry – about horses, especially after ac exercise, drinking particularly cold water um, too quickly, um, and that can cause them to have abdominal pain, colic symptoms. And uh, I've honestly, I've honestly never worried about it with goats or ruminants in general. Um, 
My milking does when they get off the stand in the hot summer, uh, a lot of them will go, they're on the stand, they eat grain, they get off the stand, they go right to the water and just chug it. And I am happy to see them do that because it means they're making milk. Um, these guys in the winter, when they drink the hot water, it doesn't bother me at all. Um, in fact, in cows, like less so in goats, because we don't have the same kind of like convenient equipment to pump them with water. Uh, but in cows, like pump like five gallons of like alfalfa electrolyte mix liquid into them without even really thinking about it. Uh, so I don't, I do not worry about uh, goats drinking water quickly. Uh, just that hot water thing. If it's like boiling hot water, you know, let it cool off a little bit. Um, you wouldn't want them to go to drink it and then burn themselves and then be adverse to drinking. So that's, that's the only concern there as far as I'm concerned. Uh, second question was about the pregnant doe episode. Um, and this is a case of what we as vets would call fetal maternal mismatch. Uh, and the question is, I have two Nigerian dwarf goats who were bred with a La Mancha buck accidentally. Um, would you withhold grain or protein from these doughs to make babies smaller and possibly make delivery more safe? Um, they are looking for a second opinion here on this. So this is a case of, it's like... In the canine world, it would be like a chihuahua getting bred by a Great Dane. I mean, like the mechanics of that would be very difficult, but um, kind of the same idea. So you have a, a miniature or dwarf breed animal that has an unintentionally been bred by a full-size dairy animal. Um, this one in particular, the the uh, question asker says that the it was a it was a buckling, so like like a young animal. So the the physical ability of that um, probably made it a little easier for the Nigerian dwarfs, but uh, yeah, he he was old enough to get the job done. So this is this is a potential case of uh, fetal maternal mismatch. So the fetus potentially could be too large for the dam uh, to have a normal, easy vaginal birth. Um, and their question, because I talked about um, deliver, uh, maintenance and feeding of the, the doe while she is pregnant, and I am not an advocate of uh, withholding grain from these guys. So I actually, like my husband and I, evaluate our does every week at this time of year. My girls that are due in the first round, which is like – Starts in about 10 days and then goes for maybe another 10 or 12 days. So they've all been getting grain for like a month. So I look at the, I look at these does. I put my hands on them to feel their body condition scores. And if they need more calories, they get more calories. And that last third of the pregnancy. So the last five weeks of pregnancy, essentially, um, your doe has significant significantly increased calorie requirements because that is when the babies are growing the fastest and demanding the most energy. Uh, I, 
I would personally not withhold grain from this dough. I might select a grain that is lower in protein. So uh, I think I may have mentioned in that episode in the winter, we back off of our protein concentration in the, in the uh, pellets that we get. And they're getting a 16% dairy pellet right now. Uh, you could, you could feed a 16% pellet. Uh, what I worry about with these guys is, I don't know, maybe not as much as sheep, but, uh, goats certainly can be, uh, uh, succumb to pregnancy toxemia, which I is like such an interesting like physiologic pathophysiology pathophysiology uh, topic to discuss as ter- in terms of metabolism and things like that. Um, if that doe does is not getting enough energy from her her intake, like oral, whatever she's eating, um, she's going to, her body's going to shift over to kind of into starvation mode and she's going to start getting her energy from ketones, um, which is not great and can, sorry, my dogs are being silly. Hey, Satchmo. <laughs> um, I hope that comes through on the audio because it's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. So if the, if the dough isn't able to eat enough food to keep up with her own energy requirements and the requirements of the growing babies, uh, her body is going to shift over to making ketones and that can, that can be problematic. Um, the, the advantage of feeding grain is that it's more calorie dense, especially if you're worried about big babies. We t- I talked about like the space in the abdomen. Guys, come on now. Sash mom. Uh, the space in the abdomen of any animal is the finite space. So if she can only take in so much volume, she needs to be able to take in the volume that uh, is has the most calorie the highest calorie density. Um, I, I personally, I, like I said, I personally would not withhold grain. I would make sure she's eating and drinking. She should be eating and drinking all day long. Um, I would be prepared with this dough or these doughs and any dough that, um, potentially has been misbred like this. So uh, a small breed pygmy Nigerian dwarf, uh, what have you potentially bred to a full size dairy or meat animal. I would be prepared for a C-section, um, which, you know, generally isn't the end of the world if you're aware of it. And if you catch the dough in labor and you're, you know, proactive and on top of it. Um, it's a pretty straightforward procedure. You can absolutely have live babies. It's not a big deal. And, um, those can go on to have a normal vaginal birth after a C-section. Um, and on the complete opposite end of that, which, you know, is maybe like worst case scenario is C-section. Uh, the other end of that is I've seen, Small breeds, uh, Nigerian dwarfs in particular, bred to 
full-size dairy animals and have normal vaginal births and they do just fine. Uh, yeah. So I would not withhold grain. I might not feed a really intense protein grain, but it's important for her to get her energy. Uh, and those are the two quick questions. Uh, sorry about my dogs making funny noises in the background and me yelling at them a little bit. Um, that's what you get instead of truck background noises. <laughs> um, I've got a few minutes, so I might record another episode real quick for later posting. Uh, but thanks everybody for listening and tuning in. I appreciate your, your ears and your comments. Uh, you can find me at goatdoc.com and I think that's it for the moment and I will talk to you next time.